America and now the UK and to some extent in our own country that it appears to be less severe and we would rather have a less severe situation than one in which there's a great degree of severity. What you say is possible that that would happen, but there's no guarantee that that would mean the end of a serious outbreak. I hope that's that's what's being foreshown now, right? That we're going to be seeing Me that. Too. Yeah, hope so, but can't guarantee it. Any sense of when this is going to peak, this, this surge? You know, it's tough to say. It certainly peaked pretty quickly in South Africa. It, it went up almost vertically and turned around very quickly. I would imagine, given the size of our country and the diversity of vaccination versus not vaccination, that it likely will be more than a couple of weeks, probably by the end of January, I would think. End of January. All right, Dr. Fauci, thank you for joining us with an update. My pleasure. Yeah, good to we be with you. We appreciate the time. Right. We certainly do appreciate the time. Okay, uh, hey, welcome in. Welcome in, man. Look, listen in to this, what we got to talk about with Dr. Fauci. He just actually basically broke down how he felt about what was going on with the pandemic and what was going on with COVID, okay? So we'll get into a little details here about that. Just kind of want to recap what he talked about for a second as we actually get into the closing bell today, talk about what's really going on in this market, uh, what's really what's happening right now. Um, been kind of a crazy, crazy week. We had a, a, a bullish day Monday, a topsy-turvy day Tuesday, and we look like we're you know navigating the waters a little bit here with a somewhat mediocre day. And it's all based on what I've been saying about volume, okay? Uh, really and truly, as we bring up uh, what's going on with the indices at this point in time, what I want you to see is that we got to pay attention to how the Santa Claus rally is going to continue to move and dominate the story and the narrative that we're actually seeing overall. So if we have not yet seen where we're going yet, you got to pay attention to what I'm going to talk about today in a lot more detail here in a second. So let's just really talk about um, what Dr. Fauci has uh, talked about. And one of the things that came up was um, basically, why do we not need um, the right now to have a medical vaccination passport to actually travel domestically? And really and truly, that is something that has been talked about and has been pushed around a lot across the table uh, during this administration's talks about how to control um, the extra spread of the pandemic virus. OK, and what we've noticed is that Dr. Fauci talked about today is that it's not necessarily needed. It's more so of a thing that's required for being overseas. And he actually says that the best way to combat this over uh, doing flights and things of this nature from crossing borders is to wear a mask in the airport and on the airline, which is already a requirement. So I think that that is absolutely something that we should stick with and not making things way more stringent than they already are for a lot of particular reasons. Um, really and truly, when I first was traveling last year, beginning at this point in time at the height of the pandemic, um, it was a lot more lax, right? It was a lot more more it was stringent in certain areas and lax in other areas but a lot of things in the airport and the airlines has always been completely across the board the way that they have been since the pandemic has started where basically you got to wear a mask you can't be in the airport without your mask on you can only have your mask off while eating drinking or anything of that sort and when you're on the airline really and truly you can't have your mask down at any point in time without the need of even taking a sip or actually eating something at that point in time as well, too. So I think at a, at a control point, what you're seeing is maybe not with the cruise liners. 
that they're actually still getting people on board the ship that becomes asymptomatic, uh, able to spread the virus, things of this nature. The airlines are actually doing a lot better, and it's kind of reflective in their in the sector. If when you pay attention to it with the airlines and with the cruise line, is how they're actually the market is actually showing disparaging our angles of each one of these at this point in time. So let's get down into what little indices are actually looking at right now. Okay, let's look at them real quick. You'll see that the Dow Jones is up almost half a percent after getting off to a slow start today. You see, SPY has now picked up. To where it has now crossed the 4800 mark this is getting crazy right and that means spy is soon to follow suit if it stays on this on this path that it's on right now spies be about maybe a dollar or so difference uh, and when we look at it here in a second and then you see the nasdaq is turned positive after being down more than about three tenths of a point down today or well, I'm sorry, more than the point three third of a uh, percent down today, and now it has recovered back to positive territory. And once again, the Russell 2000 is sitting there right on the cusp of going positive. So we're going to pay attention to a lot of these things that's going on. I really, I'm glad that a lot of y'all are back and happy to be back, man. Vacation got through it. We're back here, we're ready to get it cranking and get these movements going in the market. So. First and foremost, let's go ahead and actually listen in and see. Well, let's not listen in. Let's go ahead and look at the stocks, okay? Let's look at SPY real quick and see where we're at with this. Uh, you'll see when we look at SPY right now on the one-minute chart, we're starting to get a little pullback here. We'll see if this can contain its momentum and go forward. We see it's at 478.25. Really, we want to see if we can hold the support line here at about what is that, 478.15. If we could get a bounce off that level, that would be great. We had a lot of crazy movement today. It looked like tech was ready to actually make a bounce, and it did. XLK, the um, actual uh, spider uh, indicator for technology, is actually starting to show movement to the upside, which is now 0.28%. So that's going positive earlier in the day over my Discord fam. I told them, hey, pay attention. Tech is starting to look like it's trying to reverse course and go positive. And with tech going positive, you're seeing the NASDAQ goes positive. But at the same time, as the NASDAQ goes positive, that pushes the SPY and S&P up even more because that's what really props up the S&P 500 at this point in time. And that's what we're getting out of this play is that we're seeing that it's actually running with technology backing it up right now with the likes of Tesla actually coming through fruition right now, actually looking like it had a nice run as they had bounced back down low for a bit. But now we're starting to see Tesla actually try to recover and stay sustained its level that it was at at the hit 11.04 earlier today, uh, volume is still low in the market, okay? Volume is still low in the market. I see your tickers. Um, definitely, definitely, definitely throw your tickers in the chat. I will get to those tickers um, as we go over and we check out Weeble and we check out the overall market watch list just to get a vibe and a feel for what's actually going on out here in the market. So let's go ahead and actually see what's actually popping off on the green side, see what we actually got. Uh, let's look at that you'll see OLB group 5% up, GameStop having a 4.6% in day. We got the 10-year treasuries up 4% today, okay? So that's something to pay attention to. Micron has been up and moving today, 3.83%. Macy's up 3.6%. Foot Locker up almost 3%. You see Moderna is hanging around that 2.5% level. Dollar General is starting to make a move. 2.5% is what is being floating around today. Crocs, 2.2%. Urban Outfitters up 2% as well. We've got Lowe's, the likes of Walgreens, Boost Alliance up over 1.5%. percent 
We got Best Buy over one and a half percent as well. Lowe's one and a half percent. Target making a move one and a half percent up today. Home Depot 1.4%. Whirlpool that got that one percent move going with it today. Starbucks almost up one percent as well. And then you'll see actually, let's go over to what's going down today. You got Occugen, well, fuel sale had earnings today and it actually pulled back 13% off its earnings call here. So let's look at fuel sale and just look at what the chart itself and see how it's actually moving. Um, when you look at it on the one minute, we'll zoom in on it here, get a good look at it. You'll see that actually it's trying to recover a bit here from its level that it was at earlier today. But we'll see if that can maintain as it goes into the close, if it's going to actually make a positive move back towards this uh, high of the day. Uh, which was uh, 5.30. We'll see if that can actually hold here. So let's go back over to the watch list, though. You'll see that backed holdings is down 7%. Ocugene down 7% as well. Workhorse down 7%. Hylion down uh, 6%. Lordstown Motor down 6.5%. Mind Medicine down 5%. MVIS 5%. And Virgin Galactic down 5%. And among a lot of slew of others, really a lot more red than it is green in this market at this point in time. This is bananas and it's crazy, but it's a movement of the day. So what I want to do right now is actually, let's take a look at what's really going on over here with some of the big caps, okay? So let's go over and check out some of the FANG stocks um, as well too while we're here. So let's look at those. You'll see, let's look at Facebook, Meta Platforms. You see that it's down almost 1% and now it's, like it's actually trending down more on the end of the day so then we'll look at apple apple is actually positive right now 0.2 percent down or up right now but it's like it's moving down even more than what it was before and then you'll look at actually amazon i took a I took a call on amazon for this week as well or for january i want to say for 34 19 point price target i'm looking at that play we'll see how that plays out and then you see amazon is actually trying to hold steady right here at this level of about almost one percent down you look at Netflix, Netflix is actually sitting at 0 0.02 positive, trying to hold positive momentum. We'll see if it can sustain its levels. If it can or if it won't, we'll see how that plays out here. And then you will see Google as well, Alphabet, come in by 0.2%. It was actually down earlier today. It like it's trying to sustain a level of momentum to it. It can go positive. We'll see how that plays out as well. So those are all the FANG stocks, some of the big cap stocks that a lot of people are paying attention to that's not really moving in the market today. Let's listen in to the closing bell for a second, and then we'll get back to some more charts and your tickers. Let's zero in on energy. It is on track to log the best returns of any S&P sector this year. But one part of the space is sharply lagging. Pippa Stevens with the story. Pippa. Hey, Sarah, a big divergence between old and new energy stocks this year. The S&P energy sector, which is oil and gas companies, up nearly 50% for its best year on a record. Meantime, the Invesco Solar Fund is down 26% for 2021. This is a flip from last year when oil and gas companies had their worst year, while solar stocks had their best. Within oil and gas, upstream names have been particularly strong, with the XOP gaining about 70%. ConocoPhillips is up even more than that, but Wall Street analysts say it's a top pick for 2022. Oilfield services company Schlumberger, also a favorite name, as are giants Exxon and Chevron. And despite solar's declines this year, Wall Street analysts are generally optimistic. Sunrun, Solar Edge, and Enphase, some of the top picks. Hannon Armstrong, which finances clean energy projects, also top of mind. Guys, back to you. Pippa Stevens, Pippa, thank you.
Is there an opportunity there, Jason, in, in the solar names in particular as a longer term play, despite some of the setback here around build? So let's start with uh, SPY. We'll talk about SPY right here as it goes into the close. And then we'll come back over to actually the closing bell to get the ringing of the bell for the evening. Man, it's good to be back. So, all right. So let's do this, right? So we're looking at SPY. When we look at SPY, what you're seeing is the volume has not yet picked up just yet. As I was talking about in my video last night, if you checked it out, you will see that volume is sitting about 42, almost 43 million. And the average volume that we've seen over the last 10 months is about 80 million. So we're about half, a little bit over half of the volume that takes place in this market is not there right now. Okay. So one of the things that I want you to pay attention to, though, is how price is moving because right now we don't have a lot of buyers in the market and we damn sure don't have a lot of sellers in the market right now. So what we're going to, what we're seeing now is this tug of war at these levels that this could prove to be interesting as it goes forward here right as we look at the price of uh actual spy sitting at 477.80 this leads us to a level where we need to think about our strategic moves or how we're playing this and this is kind of what i discussed last night about making sure you have a game plan set for how you are actually going to trade spy going forward because i'm in these 500 calls but theoretically what i'm looking at right now is that you don't want to bank on the 500 call actually going into the money but you want to be close enough to where you're gaining money off this play significant game to where you can actually close out and be happy with the margin that you actually bring in so how do i continue to see this play 478.85 is the level that we are currently watching at this point in time and i like this level because this level this is the blue line right here that i'm looking at because if we get into this level before prematurely about when I got the circle drawn about 3 January, which is Monday, if we can get into this uh, at this level again, we already touched it here on 28 December, but we want to go back and break through this level now above and we can get into this level early. We could be at a good range of time where we got way more time than we thought we were actually going to have when it comes to the spy calls. And this can actually prove to be beneficial for those who are in the 21 January calls to where you can actually see good momentum and buying power there, right? So what I want to do is I'm going to head back over to the closing bell. We'll listen in and I'll bring up the option chain on SPY and we'll look and see how that's playing out. Trend volatility index really has given way. Click below 17 earlier. Obviously, these calm days, end of the year, record highs would suggest that uh, we actually should see some softening of the uh, volatility measures, guys. One minute left of the session. Uh, we've just pulled back a fraction in the last 10 minutes or so, but we are still high enough for a record closing high on both the S&P 500 and the Dow if we hold at these levels. Of course, the S&P had one two days ago and a very slight pullback yesterday. The Dow has not had a record closing high uh, for a little while now, but uh, likely to get one as things stand. And that's like just fractionally uh, in the red uh, today. Real estate, healthcare, utilities, the best performing sectors, a bit of a defensive tilt, of course. Energy, the worst performing sector after a decent start to the week. Oil's higher today, gold slightly lower. The VIX pulling back a little bit to 17. Bitcoin uh, not bouncing, but not falling back uh, as much as it had over prior days. Uh, as we approach the close, though, Sarah, a record closing high just about for the S&P 500 by a point or so. Uh, and for the Dow, also uh, quite comfortably up uh, a third of 1%. The Nasdaq is negative. That'll do it. Looks like a double record close. Welcome back, everyone, to Closing Bell. I'm Sarah Eisen, along with Wilfred Frost and Mike Santoli, CNBC senior markets commentator. 
Coming up this hour, investor Dan Niles lays out his five best ideas for the new year, including one tech mega cap that is up more than 60% in 2021. Plus, we'll talk to Rent the Runway co-founder and venture capitalist Jenny Fleiss about the big money opportunities in the retail space. First up, though, on this close, Jason Snipe from Odyssey Capital Advisors is still with us, as well as Mike Santoli. Jason, a record close for the Dow, which is a little bit more meaningful, given we haven't seen that since Okay, no so let's look over here and check out what is going on with the SPY. Now, these numbers just came in on volume plus the contracts update. So we're going to look at these right now, and you'll be quite amazed to see the number of contracts that's out here right now on SPY. You will actually see for the $500 calls, we're looking at about 148,000 contracts and a half. Almost 148,500 contracts are open in interest on the $500 calls, and you see about 5,000 here is what was either liquidated or bought today. So we still have heavy volume here where a lot of people believe that this is going to actually take place. So it's really interesting because the theta and the delta are like running neck in neck right now, which is not, typically not what we're looking for, but that's what we kind of have here. Like you see the delta currently is like $7 per dollar that it goes up, right? And then you see over here on the theta, you're looking at about $4.30 to the downside each day. So it's imperative to actually either one, understand that you got your theta is actually starting to take away some of your gains, or you need to go ahead and be understanding that when you get to a level where you're happy with, sell off and maybe move into a deeper chain at that point in time, or even closer into the money. Okay. And the reason why I say that is because if you go up here to about 490, you got 47,000 contracts here, but you're getting $19 per dollar at that point. And then you're getting about $7 theta decay at that point in time at that level as well. If you look at the 495 level, you'll see you're getting about 50,000 contracts here uh, available, $11 for the delta for every dollar, which actually can grow in a in a in a in a massive run of a day. And then you see it's about five, almost six dollars to the downside of theta each day as well. So we're holding that contract. We're gonna, I'm gonna roll with it. We're gonna keep this movement going with this play. Now, let's talk about some things here. I see that a lot of people have tickers in for. So we are talking about SPY, and I answered that question if I'm holding those. So absolutely, I'm holding those. Um, I see that Tiffany has three, but let me go ahead and do Walmart real quick, and I'll come back to those three tickers here in a second. So let's look at Walmart, and we'll see here. When we look at Walmart, let's head on over, is that Walmart completed IW pattern a while back, and let's see what it's actually doing now. Uh, well, we had levels that we wanted to see it break off of. So I'm going to clear these drawings here we can trash all that now okay so what we'll do here is that we would actually graph out from the weekly see what we actually have playing out for walmart at these levels and obviously this goes back to 2016 that the level that or 2015 the trend that i see that's formed so let's take this level out and see what we get Okay, so we have that level here where we have a couple dips below it, right? But we still have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight touches on this level. Okay, so that's the overall trend that we're going to use here. And then we'll go down here to the daily and see what we actually have marked out as well. And that plays out fair enough as well, too. So you'll see, zoom in on that really quick. 
So we had some double bottoms here, right? Or double tops, kind of. We had it's almost like a couple dollars off, but maybe not a couple dollars off. Let's do a measurement. Let's take a measurement and see what that price is. So here, price. So that's about a 71 cent difference from a double top, okay? But that peak is important because if we can go down here, you'll see that basically this level is about 41 cents. Is that about 41, about 61 cents, okay? 61 cent difference, less than a percent difference. But if you actually want to see if it's a downtrend, you want to actually go down a little bit more and see that this is actually a downtrend and it's actually forming a wedge, okay? So what you actually have here is a wedge beginning and what you want to pay attention to is where this level can actually take off to, right? So um, if we go back here and go down to the hour chart, we will see that it is it formed that W like we like, and then we see this breakout. And like I said, every time one of these W's happen, it looks like it has a reversal. And then this is another trough. This is another peak that it came down from on that lower low. Okay, so we got a lower low on the double top, and it's trying to make another, it like it's going to make another form and retrace back down to the trend line. So what I would imagine is that you're going to see, is it going to keep falling? And it will. I think on the stochastics, what you're looking at is that you see that basically stochastics has got momentum going down, and you will see that price is yet to follow. Orange being the price line on the stock, on the stochastics, shows that this has not started to fall just yet. And so we got some counterintuitive things going on because on the daily it's up as well. And I would imagine on the 15 minutes it's, it's pointing, momentum is pointing down and price is going up. So let's look at it on the 15 minute chart to see how you could play this on a short time frame or on a long time frame. Okay. So for me, what I would look for is hmm, let's look at that. Let's this is a trend. Let's look at that. That's a trend. Hold on one second. It's really, really, it's a really finagly uh, trend. I'm going to zoom in here in a second. Give y'all kind of a closer look at this, right? So you got this uptrend inside this downtrend that's happening. Okay, so when you look at that, you see you got one, two, three points there. I would have looked to see if it's actually going to come back down to this level here. Um, basically, taking a measurement, I would be kind of probably ready for a put back down to this level, which is about $2.71. Um, I feel like this thing is going to trough back down to this level, at least to this trend, or it may break down this trend and go all the way back down to the lower level that it comes from. So that's something to pay attention to in this mini movement that you're actually seeing right now. Like that's the move that I would be looking at. Two dollars. I can see our move coming back down in the short term, two dollars and fifty-eight cent. And then in the long term, if we just go over to the one hour, let's just look and see if we can see anything different here. I think that's going to hold. Fair, right? Let's see. Zooming in on the daily. Yeah, you see that it's actually pulling away from here, but I would still watch to be sure what you're actually going to get at this level. I think this may hold. Let's look and see if there's actually any um resistance above it. Yeah, you got resistance here at 146 even to watch, but I think that you're going to see a pull back to this trend line that's actually making here and maybe even fall through. So I will I watch this level to see if it actually can hold below, right? $2.86 is what we had, right? So let's look at that peak here. Yeah, somewhere in that range, $2.86 to $3.32 down is the price that I'd be looking at about 140.12 on the put side. 
Okay, let's see what else we got. Okay, so let's go back and look at Abby. Um, we got Abby up here, so let's go back and do that. Let's check that out. So Abby, I'm turning off the swing real quick. We're gonna look at this. I'll go over to the monthly, see how long we, what's our data shows us. Okay, so let's look at this on a quarterly. Let's look. I got. Let's look at the three month for a second. Let's see how we've been looking on oh, three month. We're in another quarter. We're very high on it. So that's bullish. That's very bullish. Okay. I like the look of that. Let's just take a look at it on the six month, and we're at all time highs even on the six month. So this is very bullish. I like this look here. So let's take a um, trend off the weekly. See what we got here. We'll use a short time uh, trend. Okay, so we got this move here, and then we had a wider move here. So let's head down to the daily and see what we got really and truly moving. So the, one of the things is when you're at all-time highs, right, that you have to figure out where to actually figure out what is the next level is. You want to use a FIB extension, okay? So we're going to use a FIB extension to see what we actually want to go, where this thing is go next. So we're going to use – I'm going to zoom in. Hold on one second. I'm going to zoom in here on this level where – the trend actually came back the last time, okay? So we got this level here at 107.18, uh, and I'm going to actually just do a, a, a trace from there. And we're going to go up here to the very top of where this candle is at and see what we actually get out of it, okay? So we'll just tr spread it out from here, see what we have. So if this thing is going to continue its tear that it's on, the next level I would look for is 142.48. And I'll look, or but the main, the, the most positive one is going to be the 146.68 at the 382 level. Okay. So that's what I would look for right quick is to see how that plays out from this level. And really and truly, if you was to use this as a support, it's never been to this level before. So let's do, um, let's do this, right? I want to do is I'm going to look for an indicator real quick and see if we can find one. Um, hmm, let's look and see real quick. Built-ins. Let's look and see. Fib. Um, let's see. Nope, can't do it right now. Nope, I can do this. This is how you do that. So you'll take off basically DSI, okay? And then we'll just go back in there and do it again. Yep. Let's get a, a quick look, right? So we ain't got to... Let's see what we get. So auto field retracement, it says, just to get a quick look at this, right? Because I want to do is go back to the left. And I kind of want to see what the levels actually match up to where it can actually come back down to. And on this retracement, what I see is that you more likely have a retracement level of, of 116.39 as a level. Um, it's actually kind of a strong level, actually. You see all this trading there. And then you see some of these levels is actually to spread them out just a bit. Okay. And I like 113.09. Um, more so 109.53 looks like a better level. So we'll use that as support and resistance. I just did that to get a better look at support and resistance. And so what you'll see, we have no, we have a top level here at 135.69, right? And then which we're already at. And then you see here that you got a support level down here at 116.49 and another at 109.52. So for me, Abby is on a run, and you can look back to your left. And I think this 116.49 is is positive if you see a reverse reverse back. It has a lot of touches at that level. So for me, 
It's on a run, it's on a tear. So the tear, if you're planning for a call, is 142.48. If you plan it for a put, 116.49. It's the level that I'll be looking at. Uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, then we got another one, Microsoft, okay? Microsoft. Oh, let me finish up on Abby real quick. Let me. One of the things I want to make sure I, I showed well, again, right? If you look at this on the monthly, it has nothing to the left of it. So you're dealing with unknown territory, but this is very bullish because it's not retracing back from that level. So since it's not retracing back, this is something that tells me that it's bullish enough to continue to this run up, okay? And you're looking at it stair-stepping its way up right now as well. So this is something to really pay attention to with a momentum blast, okay? So... Be aware of that this move can continue to the upside. Um, also, let's keep on moving, though. We got Microsoft up. So um, let's look at Microsoft on the three month. Let's see where we're at. Okay. Obviously, you know, we have all-time highs on Microsoft, but it's like it's retracing back a bit. Then we'll go over to the monthly. You'll see that it's still, yeah, it's trying to recover back into its all-time high of 350.78. Looking at it on the weekly, you already know this thing is on a tear. Like I said before, so then daily, it broke below our uh, trend line that it has. It looked like it's trying to make its way back above it again uh, for this resistance area that it had. So we'll see if it can actually break out from this level as well. So what I would look for on this is that you see hmm, right here you have a breakout right it's broke out here so right now typically when these w's form and they break out and it's like it's uh, it reaches midpoint and it may it may it may not leg out the rest of the way here right so for me even if it was the leg out the rest of the way what i would do to be more conservative i would wait to see if it actually reaches the top of the, the top of the hill right at this what's this level this level is Basically, the whole time high, 349.75. If it reaches that level, what I want to do is play it back to the downside on this 328.80. That's what I would do because typically, like I showed you on the Walmart play, let's just go back real quick. See, on the Walmart play, when we had that W pattern play out here, uh, let's look and see. Where is it? You will see here. Right, you had the W pattern play out here here and then it veered off and veered down right so i would look for a downside play is what i would look for right and once it reaches this trough back downside play here would be if we took that measurement from here to where it actually expanded out to right to here that's a five dollars and thirty cent move on on walmart and it came down to okay so on microsoft if we just say last time it did a W, let's see if we can find the last time it did a W. Um, right there. Is that a W? Right here. Look at that. Well, this one curled over too, right? So you had a W here. Okay, broke out. Okay, so it broke out on that W pattern, and then it came back and reversed course, okay? Now, this one took a little bit longer. So this is on the daily. This ended on 20 January, and for it to actually make that reverse back down, that lasted to 4 March. So you could see this thing actually roll like this too, right? So the easiest thing to do for me is just to take a move from there, right? And you can do, uh, let's see, you could do uh, actual... 
We'll just use a trend line. Okay, so use a trend line, and you could take it from here to here. That's the move. Okay, you know that's the sixteen dollar move. You can take it, copy it, paste it, and we can just move it over here. Okay, that's the last time you made a W pattern. So what I could do, you will wait to see if it comes up to here, and then let's see how long it actually takes to retrace back out to that level. If it retraces back out to that level, then you know that you can still watch this thing trend up. And then you just get ready to start playing it to the downside when it starts to break back, which if it breaks out on the all-time high again, what you're going to do is want to use the support level of 351 for your retrace if it comes back to a retrace level. But if it's going to extend out, you keep on riding out. And then when it reverses course, you come back with it. On the stochastic side, it's got price going up. So this move is not yet done just yet. Price and momentum is still moving to the upside. So give it some time and watch how it plays out. Even on the one-hour price and momentum is up. So that says that this thing has a lot more room to actually run. So for Walmart, I mean, Microsoft, you could play it all the way up to the extension. The extension to me is at 348.41. It's just at the midpoint area right now, which is where a lot of people will watch a breakout happen at. So watch Microsoft from this level here as well. Okay, so that's Microsoft. That's Abby. We talked about Tesla, okay? Tesla is next. Tesla actually finished down today, okay? And I actually had this drawn out in the flag pattern where it's basically breaking out of the flag, then now it's consolidating above the flag, which is, is bullish still, right? So to me, what I saw here was you already had that W pattern form, then you actually had a mini W pattern actually play out as well here on like a 15-minute chart. You see it come out. It tried to break. It, it almost made its breakout, but then it reversed course down, right? So, And it's an uneven W, so that is – something to be aware of that it was not all the way flash flush for a double bottom w pattern to where it should have came down to basically this level here it should have came down there oh should have probably used this so basically you'll see we want we wanted to see the bottom come down to here right before it made its move up but it didn't it reversed course earlier than that so it made a move positively and then it tried to do a breakout but now it looked like it's at a double uh double top not a tweezer top, almost a double top here, right? One of those last two candles. But if you go over to the one hour, Tesla's made a made a uh is that a um dead man doji? Is that a, a grave doji? I can't remember which one that's called. Let's look and see. Um, I want to say it's a graveyard doji. Uh anyone know what that doji was? Anybody know? Let's see. Gravestone doji, maybe that's what it was. Uh, yeah, I think that's what that was, right? Am I wrong on that? Let's see. Gravestone do Doji. All right, so boom, look at this. Uh, let's see if I can blow this up. And sometimes this is all I do. Sometimes what you need to do is just look at it and see, right? So you'll see here, look at this. Okay, you have Gravestone Doji, right? When a Doji is at or is close to the day lowest point, a Doji will, will line with develop. This is the Gravestone Doji. Then the next day, Positive, positive, right then up. Okay, so what you got here? Gravestone Doji, okay? Exactly what you have here. But I want to say, was that red or was that green? Let's look at that real quick. It was That one was a green. So this red one may mean it's bearish, okay? Could be mean bearish activity. So we need to see more action tomorrow to figure out. But the one thing that I will use for Tesla right now and Microsoft, because we talked about Microsoft as well, um, is XLK, all right? The Spider uh, se Select Sector Fund for Technology, okay? You see that it finished positive on the day, which is bullish. 
Okay, so we want to see more activity like that from this. So with me believing, I believe tech is still ready to roar and ready to, to start to get back off to its promises. Okay, and we have room left on the stochastics RSI for that play to play out. So I will be watching that play if I was you and just give it time. Give it time and actually play it. I have a, actually 1160 call on Tesla, but I'm only playing it for the, this week's uh, weekly. And then I will actually, you know, close it out tomorrow. I closed out for profit already today, but I left three runners out there to see if I can get some more money out of it. If I can, I can. If I can't, I already got profit. These two, these three are just to see what else I can get in activity from uh, Tesla. And if it runs, close them out. If it don't run, just get rid of them, right? And we'll see how that plays out in the morning, okay? So um, those are Avi, Microsoft, and Tesla, okay? We talked about Walmart. What's up, Deshaun? I'm doing good. No problem, Nando. Fishman, you got uh, Affirm and NVIDIA. Okay, so let's look at Affirm. Okay, so AFRM. All right, so let's check it out. So what we have here, let's see. Let's go over to the daily. Look at my chart. See how I had this charted out earlier. Okay, so remember, I had it in the overall downtrend, right? You see this downtrend that we actually had developed here. Uh, downside it broke out of that trend but it also is look like it's trying to break the overall trend so this is something to watch and if a firm i like a firm i have a firm for uh a 180 calls i want to say 180 or 150 calls for february uh let me look and really be sure what i actually have it for so i have a firm for 150 calls and by february 18 okay so i'm watching a firm to see how it plays out um for me i think that this thing if it falls through this trend it's time to close those right because you got a long way back and the reason why i say a long way back is because if it falls through this overall trend which you have a strong trend line here right because you got touches here touches here and now you got a touch on the other side here right and a touch here so you got four touches on here that shows positive uh territory that it kept bouncing off of but the problem is is this gap is here right if it goes into this gap what we're going to have is it's going to fill all the way back up through this gap and then reverse course back up more likely so if you want to if you want to hold on if you have a firm cause you can hold but i would more likely be inclined to close play it through the gap make the money on the gap down trend and then when it reverses play it back to the upside again and get into a, a you know better situation on calls okay that's how I, I see a firm playing out so really and truly this trend is using that support it closed on this so that's bullish but at the same time like you got the stochastics it's going up so price should be going up with it we hope but you gotta remember volume is low so like if i move over to the left you will see that volume is coming in low, right? Five million, five and a half million. Typically, you see about nine million in the last 10 months on average in volume. So to me, this is something to pay attention to and give it time. If you're going to play it through the gap, if it goes and breaks this trend or see if it reverses course and start heading back up towards 118.85, okay? So that is something to watch and pay attention to. Yeah, that's a firm other one nvidia okay nvidia okay so same thing with uh like a firm we had a downtrend going it broke that downtrend but now it's looking like it's trying to find support and that support is at 289.63 okay 
Okay, so if it can actually maintain that level, I mean, if I go out here and extend out, it don't give me enough touches. So I have to, I want to leave it here because that shows that that trend has been broken. It broke through. Now it's reversing. Now we're going to see if it's going to hold that downtrend angle that we had as support. If it can hold that as support or uses uh, it, or it sinks back down to 289.63, we can see that downtrend continue. But I think with technology getting ready to run, like I believe it will, I think that you'll be just fine here as well. NVIDIA has you know positive momentum and price action going forward. You look at it on the one hour, it has the same action going forward as well. And it bounced off that trend here and then it made that move up. So to me, I think NVIDIA is in a safe place to where it should start running towards that 310 uh, resistance area. Okay. Hope that helped. Ford. Jashan got you got four $21 calls. Okay. Um uh, for January 7th. Okay. So let's look at Ford. Okay. Let's look and see what we got here. So that's what we had our uh FIB levels at here. And it's actually breaking down to the, the next FIB level. It broke down to the next next field level of 2050 before before it reversed course about 2040, 2046. And it looked like it's consolidating, right? And one thing about contracts is that we want to, we don't like all this consolidation, but if you got, especially if you got a weekly, if you got a weekly, that's why you really care about it. But on this one hour, you still see momentum is pointing down and price is yet to point down with it. So that would have me a little worried about it, right? But on the daily, like it looked like that momentum is getting ready to curve over and price is still trying to follow suit. So you may get a pop, but it may be a short term pop, okay? Um, I would I would watch this one a little bit carefully. I would use 2050 as support, right? 2050 as support. And you go back over here, it's starting to like, like that area a bit here, okay? And then 2079 as the resistance level that it needs to break through to make a headway to 2083, okay? Which is which is crazy that's four cents off my resistance area that I had already posted. So if it breaks through this 2083, 2079 area, you could see a run. To 2125, it may be a little tough uh in volume with no volume there because you got 37 million in volume as well here. And you'll see that it's 69 million uh on typically in the average on volume. Okay. So to me, that's something to pay attention to as well. Okay. So then another one here is snap. So let's look at snap. We got $51 call for this Friday expiration. Okay. I don't think that's going to make it right. I don't think that's going to make it like really and truly. This is an off uh, kilter um, W, right? So when it's an off kilter W, it goes, it went lower, right? It peaked down lower than it should have. Not, it's not even, it is it's a lower low. And it had, it's starting to, it tried to make its recovery here to this level where I would have been more inclined to actually be like, okay, let's get in. But it reversed course and now it's sitting on where we came from in the gap, right? Or is that no? This is where I'm sorry, this is where price action was last year. We're still in this area where price action happened last year. So for me, I would not expect to see $51 um this week. As plus, you got momentum pointing down, price has yet to follow. Go down to the one hour, it's down in the basement here, though, right? So let's go back over to the daily. Let's chart that out.
the action is not where I would like it to be at if I was watching action. So for me, yeah, Snap is gonna need more time than than what you're giving it. I think because price, like I said, momentum is pointing down again, and price. Oh wait, wait, maybe they curved up together on the one hour. Maybe oh they did curve up together on the one hour. So that's interesting. Um, make sure I adjust my chart. Okay, there you go. And this peak should be there. Okay, and that should be here. Okay, so yeah, price falling through there. Let's see. Okay, they got talking about Samsung buying out buying gen. Let's look at that real quick. Hey, Sarah. Um, yeah, I, I think it's it, you know uh, our take on this is we've certainly seen crazier deals, um, and and this actually when you dig a little bit deeper into the details, um, you know Samsung actually has stated you know, specifically their strategy is, is to do more deals and specifically in the biopharma space, um, they have about a hundred billion dollars in cash. And so, um, you know, I know this is just one publication out of Korea, but when you do a little bit more digging, um, it does seem to make sense, especially given the, the history that these two firms have of having a, a JV, you know, at least, uh, you know, going back to 2011. What about the price? Is it fair? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I, I guess it depends on, on fair to who. Uh, so fair, um, again, this this would value Biogen at about 15 times 2022. Um, you know, that's obviously a, a, not a massive premium over where it is now. But, you know, for, for Samsung, um, I think it would be considered, you know, pretty fair multiple to pay um, for, for a, a, a business like this. Absolutely. Do, does uh, do other companies come into play, either the Target or, or Acquisitor? Yeah, um, you know, that's a good question. I, I, this is not certainly something we would have drawn up, you know, at the beginning of the day today. Um, is it possible some other company comes in over the top? Certainly. Um, in retrospect, and that's kind of how this plays out always when you see a deal announced like this, it makes perfect sense in retrospect, but not, you know, when you're looking forward. Um, I, you know, to me, um, I, I think there's a lot of stars that are aligning that this might make sense. Um, for somebody else to come in over the top, um, possible, but I, I really don't see a, a, a you know really an, an obvious uh, player uh, sort of to fill that role. I, I guess back to the price. When I asked, it was fair. I, I'm sure fair for Samsung, but what about for Biogen shareholders specifically? Given the questions lingering out there about the future of the amyloid profile and, the, and their ability to fight Alzheimer's. Sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't have a perfect um, polling of, of investors, but I certainly got a lot of questions when this was announced. And it's just my general sense that um, a lot of investors, people that own the stock, um, are going to feel relief. Um, you know, this has obviously been a name that's that's underperformed since the uh, Adahelm launch. It's been well documented, the missteps um, and, and uh, the difficulty of that launch and, and the controversy around it. Okay, let's keep on moving on. I got some more tickers here to get through, so let's go ahead and do that. So let's look at Apple, okay? We got Apple up here. Jashan talking about a 170 put for January 7th, 2022. All right, so looking at Apple, okay? One of the things that I want you to pay attention to is, folks, is this is, is a flag pattern, okay? Flag pattern. It's not that prominent on the daily like Tesla's. But on that one hour, this is a prominent move, okay? And 
half, and usually I like to go half of that measured move. About half is about 184.38. Okay, we use that just as what the measurement should be. Uh, let's make that a dotted line. So I know that's not a support line or anything of that sort. So give me one second. Let's change that to dotted. Okay, so what I'm looking at here is that you saw the breakout here on Apple. You saw the move today. Or that it made after it got out of there over the last few days, but now it's consolidating. I don't think that it's consolidating to go down. I think it's consolidating and waiting for more buyers to come in to push it even higher. Like, look at the stoke, look at the stoke. You got 29 uh December looking like this pointing up, momentum is good, price is good. Daily price and momentum is good. Weekly is curving over right now. So let's look at the weekly chart and see what that looks like. Even on the weekly chart, it still looks good, in my opinion, right? It's coming down a bit. It's it's coming off those highs, but that's early action right here, early activity. We still got two more trading days to get through. I think Apple is going to be uh, good. I think it's going to be painful for that one that, that put contract for right now, though. If you're looking for that run back to reverse, especially if we've seen that Apple has been trading outside of what the market has been doing, I think that it's going to continue to run. I think this consolidation is just cooling to give it another opportunity to start picking up steam. And absent of volume, you know, that's just one of those things that when it's absent of volume that you're dealing with a lot of um, speculation on how this thing can play out. But I think on the overall trend, this thing is still going up and it has way more room to grow. I think 184.38 is a conservative target for Apple to go to before he decides to reverse course back down to the downside. This flag pattern is still in play. It has not been, uh, no, um, it has not yet actually been null and void yet. So to me, I think that you got to give it semblance that it's actually still got room to go to 184.38 conservatively. Okay. Um, yeah. So Nando, you like the 20 and a half, um, four calls. I like those too, but, um, I got mine out further than that. Um, I see here, uh, spy, you got high boy mail. You got spy calls 500 for 113. Um, be ready to pull out of there a little early, in my opinion, right? If you're going to go with that, that contract, be ready to pull out maybe next week a little early, right? Maybe around 485, 490. If we get into that region next week, that's what I would be, you know, wanting to get out of it. To get profit and then get back in if you want to get back in on a rolling out to a further contract if you wanted to at that level. That would be my game plan if you're going to pull that move. Okay. Um, let's look and see. Um, yeah, 495 and 490s are not a bad idea either for the spy calls for 21 January if you want to get into those as well. Hey, Tiffany, no problem. Uh, can we look at the option chain on Advy? Sure, we can look at Advy's op option chain. Okay, let's see. That's interesting. Let's look at Abby. Okay, Abby. What I want to do too is actually let's do this real quick and see see if there's some unusual option activity going on with uh, Abby. Let's see. If you're not following me over on Twitter, you should be following me over on Twitter at the Craig Houston. That's with a D A. If you wanted to follow your boy over there, you should. But let's go ahead and check and see if there's some. Unusual option activity going on. Let's see what we got. Okay, so um, real quick.
I'm looking, I'm looking. Okay, so. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, mm. What is that? That is. Uh, it's going to be, I feel like Avi is going to be low volume plays. I'm about to go look at the option chain right now, though. Um. Okay, so let's look at Avi. So, pulling up the option chain here, right? You'll see that, uh, let's look at the chart. Let me look at that chart one more time. Hold on, I'm sorry. Let's go back over to Avi. So, we talked about uh, 135, 142 being the 23, the 0.23, um, and support being down at 116. Okay, so let's look at 142 calls real quick, first and foremost. Um, let's look at that real quick, and let's see what that looks like. So you have 142. 766 is the uh, calls, open interest on that. I don't like that because it's not enough. The 145s is 9,000, right? And you see the volume comes in at 4,000 contracts was like exchanged today. So that's 9,000. That's the 28 cent contract on the bid side. I like that for 21 January. Then if you wanted to look at the put side, so, okay, that's one, right? You got the 145. Then the 150s are even cheaper, right? Only 20 contracts uh, traded out today or in, but then you got 1,700 in in open interest. Okay, so then if you look at the put side, going up to 116. Well, 115. Okay, 115 has 6,000 contracts available, right? 28 contracts uh, came in. Or out today, bid side is twenty three cent. You can go either way, right? Um, and a lot more people are playing um, the one thirties. Well, no, I'm sorry, playing the one twenty five. You got that here, one twenties. But really, in true, a lot of people are looking at this one fifteen as the area. So interesting enough is that I would, you know, be willing be willing to bet that a lot of people are going to play the front end on the call side to that 142 area, right? By going by the 145 or the 140, okay? They're gonna play that area here. And then on the reverse side, play the put side down to the downtrend as well, as where that's gonna be at the 23 or the 43 cent on the panel. The spread is high. This is a 20 cent spread. That's a big spread. So for me, I would definitely have to get it on the bid side. I would not take this play on the put side without having a uh, the bid in my favor, okay? But then on the, the the call side, if I take the 145, I need to get it on the bid side as well, but it's a four cent spread. So I'm way more inclined to be okay with taking a higher, uh, higher ask on this, but I still want the 28 cent bid on it. So I hope that helped. Okay. Hey, Jashan, you're right. Hey, make sure we hit like on the video and definitely subscribe, baby, because that's what we need to do over here to get this broadcast out to way more people. And I appreciate y'all for being here and helping your boy, uh, you know, 
with his live streams and he's moving this thing positively in the right direction. Okay, so let's get into some more of these tickers though. We got Moderna, Upstart, and Airbnb. Okay, so we're gonna start with Airbnb there first. Okay, so let's go ahead and queue that up. Uh, first and foremost, let's see about that. Let's get um, what's that? Let's see. Uh, let's see here. Okay, so we got uh, Upstart, uh, Airbnb. Okay, Airbnb. So Airbnb, we had a W pattern forming on it, and then it actually broke down. So Airbnb is not looking quite good right now. We actually may be looking at oh, uh, what is? Let's see if I go out to the daily, what that looks like. Okay, so. We may be looking at a pull back down to 149.19. Um, even if you extended it out a little bit here, we got a little bit more room to grow. I think this thing is coming back down to the trend line that it's actually on on its lower bottom right now. Like if we look, let's delete the the X because we have the W because we obviously know that's not performing like it should. So let's just take that off. All right, so we got this measure move that we took here, right? And let's take the other part of that measure move now, right? Uh, no, that not how that's supposed to go. Okay, so once again, let's click that. Control B. There you go. Boom. Look, let's see how that plays out here. So I think that we have a double bottom, a M that's going to form here. I think we're coming back down to this level, and they this is actually saying probably about one thirty one. 30 no, a little bit lower than that actually 128.69 by february 9th okay that's the move that i would do so if you're looking at this i would be using this as an indicator to kind of pay attention to the, the the trend that it's on if it continues down this trend and you find sentiment somewhere like basically if you find sentiment where you set an alert at like 165.04 and it continues that redness down then you should be willing to be like okay maybe this thing is going to give me signs that it's actually ready to go down even more like on the stochastics it's down okay like it's down um that should be uh not that okay so boom and then you have here um boom okay so what you'll see here is that it's pointing up pointing up on the one hour but on the daily, it's down. Like, let's go over to the three month. Let's look at it on the three month. Yeah, you see that basically it's down. It's like it's going to continue going down. Like, it's basically it's going back towards prices uh, from its previous quarter. Okay. And then if you look at it on the monthly, it was it was ascending up and now it's sending back down. So to me, 154.72 is a level of support support maybe but it's going to be weak and a higher level of support is actually at 144.11 like if you was to take this as a support line right here like even on the monthly looking at that level you'll see we go down to the daily look how many times it has touched that level since it's been trading uh last year it's been around this level of support and the market kind of like it at that level and then the market don't want to see it go no further than 131.35 so for me, on this trend that you're seeing, I would be willing to say, okay, if it goes down to 163.50, then 
that I might be willing to take a put all the way down to 143 because his luck is going to go back to that level. So that's Airbnb. All right. Then let's look at the next one. Upstart. Okay. Upstart. Let's see. Uh, you at PST. All right. So let's look at that. So what you see here, we've got that downtrend still ha happening and it actually broke down over our overall trend, which is bearish. Okay. Which means that this is a problem that Upstart may be coming back down to 125.32. I think that it will. You'll see that here. We don't have our stochastics uh, charted out, but let's chart it. Okay, then you have stochastics showing momentum pointing down. Price is look like it's going to come down with it. What I would look for is you see on the one hour, he's trying to make a move. So maybe it's going to try to retest this area. But for me, I will wait to see first if it crosses 150.79 to see if it's actually going to retest uh, the uptrend line, right? The overall macro trend. If it doesn't and it fails through, then that means that below a level of 141.52, I would look to take a call, I mean, a put down to 135, okay? Just my thoughts on that one. And then Moderna, okay? Moderna. So what I see on Moderna is that we had a cup. We tried to have a handle, then it broke down. It couldn't form the handle uh, for a breakout. So that is deleted here now. We don't need that anymore. Uh, what you will see now, let's head over to the three-month. See, Moderna is at the bottom of its uh, quarterly, so it's coming back from previous quarter to quarter previous quarter pricing. Okay, so it's not in the uptrend for sure. It's definitely coming back down to our overall macro trend that we had drawn. Like this, is the overall macro trend, the green, then on that uptrend that it was actually having. Um, that's uh, since the coat since uh, August of 2020. See that it's moving back down to that trend line again to, for another touch. We've had one, two. And this will probably make a third touch when it comes back this time. Um, on the weekly, you see it's already pretty much bounced off of it. It's there already. Um, and then the daily, you'll look at this overall trend is down, right? So it's making uh, lower highs, right? Higher lows, however you want to say it. And that's continuing. Okay, so you basically have this momentum actually continuing to go down. Now, it's positively that it's good on this trend line right now, but let's see if it can actually hold. So for me, I would not want to enter a Moderna play until it broke out of this downward trend. And now, if you're looking for a put, what I would say is that you want to see if it can actually break down to a lower level. But it has held this level so long that I don't know if it can go any further down. If it goes any further down, it's definitely coming down to this original trend line, okay? So for me, it's not a play for me just yet. But it is making lower highs or higher lows, right? You see this high here. Even if you take, even if you say that if you don't want to take it from here, right? Just say you moved it down to here, that peak is still lower, right? So that peak being lower means that it's actually probably going to bounce back up here and come right back down, right? But I like the trend being back here because it shows us overall it's been down and it's not done just yet. Okay, so for me. I think this thing is going to roll back up. Maybe could it bounce off this trend. Maybe try to make another run. So you could play it back to 320.03 if you wanted to play it. Um, but I would just 
watch it and see if it breaks over the trend line before I become bullish again on it. That's just my take on it. Moderna, Moderna does pay well though. Like if you look at the average true range, average true range, it can move about $20 in a day, give or take to the upside or to the downside. So you have to be uh, willing and able to stomach the pain that you can go through or the euphoria that you can have with it as well. Okay, so that's my take on that. Um, what do I think about Coca-Cola? $59 call, one Jan 7 January, can it hit 60? Okay, so we'll look and see about KO here. Um, let me look and check that out real quick. I will do that. All right, so... Um, Okay, so let's see here. Hmm, KO. Coca-Cola. Okay, so. Well, last time we talked about Coke, obviously it broke out of that trend that we was looking at. We had a um, W trend here where it came out, broke out, and then broke down, uh, broke out abruptly, right? So let's see what we have here on the daily we have a formation forming man coke is doing quite well this quarter right so at all time it's trying to get back to all-time highs okay got a little bit more room to grow 6015 is where it should be going i think the market is targeting 6015 with this volume um go down to the monthly yeah it look like it's it's, it's like it's, it's going to eclipse this level that it's at now and like it's going to reattack for 6015 uh, let's look at it on the daily. You got a nice uptrend coming here. Got a doji, um, which is positive, right? So it's like momentum is still going in the right direction. Uh, stochastically on the daily, price is still going up. Uh, let's look at it. We got to fix this stochastics area here, okay? Price is still going up, and it looked like it has room to grow. So I would say yes, you could see $60 soon, okay? soon so pay attention for it be uh set you on alert for like 59 50 to like make sure you keep your eyes on it okay but when it hits that 60 i want you to be ready to come back down for a put at least back down to 57 57 50 all right because i think once it hits this level it breaks out it's going to retrace back down to that level so i would be ready for that too if i was you good call snap could be in a be a diamond bottom I don't know what diamond bottom means, okay? Um, I don't know what that means. I have to look that up later. But what I see with Snap is that it's back at these prices. This is what I was talking about earlier. It's back at prices that you could buy in last November, not November 2021, November 2022. I mean, November 20, I'm sorry, okay? So when you look at Snap at this level, what I want you to think about is, are you willing to buy Snap at these prices is the market willing to buy snap at these prices or do they want to see it lower okay um if you look at the volume profile you'll see that really and truly that snap is at a level where a lot of people are not picking it up they're wanting to pick it pick it up here so if it breaks out it can break out and make a move but right now i don't see that move happening like it should i feel like it is going to retrace back down into this area here before it tries to make another leg up. So I need more I need more activity on Snap for me to be more positive about it. Can I look at the VIX? Of course I can look at the VIX. I got it up right here, okay? So 
you'll see that the VIX on the daily is coming down to where I like to see it at, right? Down by this $14 level. Remember, when, remember just recently, we was all the way up here at 35 points on the VIX, okay? We're coming down tremendously, right? We're cooling off. This is what gives me, you know, uh, clarity on that we might have enough room to get to 490, 495, even possibly 500 on these spy calls, okay? In time, long as nothing volatile volatile happen in the market where we get some bad news, uh, anything that equate to you know a faster tapering or anything of that sort, I think we'll be just fine, right? I think the market is like, yeah, we're dealing with lower volume, right? Because a lot of people are taking time off, but at the same time, what you're getting is that you're getting absolute positivity coming out of the market in a lot of areas that we hadn't seen it in in ways before, and that gives me, you know. A little like, okay, we got a little ways to go here, but we are actually making a good movement towards where we want to be at when it comes to the market. So for me, yeah, the VIX is playing a, a, a vital role in actually the market actually recovering. And we need to see a little bit more of this. We kind of, I would love to, now I'm being greedy. 1650 or below is being greedy, but I'm, I love this level below 20. And definitely we are seeing this trend in the right direction downward, which that's what we want to be at. So that's good momentum for um the indices going forward oh your spy calls was for actually the 500 calls for january 31st good 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 play for you um can i let you know my thoughts on uvxy 13 dollar call for march 21st 2022 uvxy which this is the vix short-term futures etf right people hash their bets with this um like uh i think that that should uh actually play out the way that you want it to okay so 13 dollar call that means if this goes up that means there's volatility in the market i don't like that i don't like this call but i understand the reason why right so if you're looking at it right uh let's turn out the, the this off right here let's see so um i think it's going to consolidate a bit here uh, i'm sorry wrong one uh yeah here we go i think it's going to consolidate a bit here i think that you're at the bottom on this it may be getting ready to reverse course and 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 show volatility is ready to go up or it may it may just curve out and flatten first before it points up so you got it for march 21st though but you got a lot of time on this contract which i don't think that's a bad thing right because this is a hedge against the market actually having some type of volatility in it and i think it's a good play I think from a standpoint in the short term, you may see it go down a bit, but there's nothing wrong with actually having this in your portfolio overall to actually, you know, hedge your bet against some of your option plays that you're in that may reverse course. And you can take advantage of the volatility in there and take advantage of that. Right now, I don't $13. I think that you will be. I think that you get opportunity to hedge your bet by averaging down. I would take advantage of that as well, too. Um, I think in the short term, the rally is going to continue a bit. And that's going to give you, you know, opportunity to buy at lower uh, bid as spreads. And then you may see something that comes about that actually makes it go up a little bit here. And then you can take advantage on the upside as well. Okay. I had to pause here, right, folks? So, um... <laughs> I want to show y'all something, right? Um, I want to show y'all something real quick. Give me one second. Um, really, really, really crazy, right? Um, let me 
do a switch here. Okay, so let's do do this real quick. Sorry, give me one second. I'm gonna show y'all something here in one second. Um, and I give y'all some substance behind it here. I give y'all some relevance behind it as well as I go into this. Okay, so let's do. Do I want to do it there? Maybe I should do it here. Let's do this. I was going to switch it, but give me one second. I'm, I got y'all. Please don't leave just yet. I'm doing something real quick. Okay, so for you all who have been you know, rolling with your boy for a while, I released a video recently, right? Let's see. Let's go to uploads. I released a video. This will be real quick. So you'll see here, um, only got 137 views, right? It's really crazy. So you'll see, oh, wrong joint, right? Wrong one. What I want to do is take you here. Um, sorry, give me one second. I'm coming back. Let's go back over. So you'll see here, I released this video nine days ago, 137 views, okay? Right, why, why spy S&P 500 still breaks $500, okay? And... What does the rest of the title say? Santa Claus rally possible. Okay. So now, you know, I'm going to actually make sure that this is muted before I play it. So that way that y'all don't have to listen to. If you're looking for us. Uh, see, then we got an ad. No, so I got to get the ad out of the way. Okay. So this video basically in, 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 in reference basically talks about how I believe the $500 calls are going to happen. And basically I talked to you about how I think it's going to happen. I outline this. I chart this. We go through all the technicals like any other video, right? Well, last night, really crazy, right? And if I'm boring you, I understand, but I promise you it has substance here for a second. I will get to it in just one second. Uh, you know what? It's next. So it's definitely not here. Where is it? Why is it not showing? That's really crazy. Okay, so even better. I just do it this way. I take you through the dashboard. Really quick, really, really quick. Okay, so I really want to show you this because I got a reason why I want to show you this. Um, okay, here we go. So let's go to... All right, here we go, right? So the, I talk about all this, right? And then I get a comment. And I'm going to show you the comment, right? And for some odd reason, YouTube even highlighted it as a highlighted comment. Um, but let's just go through it, right? Jamie Gaskins says, are you black, right? <laughs> are you black? Okay. So instead of just like, you know, being like a tool and just like, can't you, why can't you tell? What does it matter? I just like, does it matter, right? Go and say, yes, it matters, Craig. We have to know. These are spy options. No time for games. Folks, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe somebody could type in chat for me, right, and make me understand what does the, the skin color of me have to do with my thoughts on spy, right? Does it, so if I, I guess the way I, I can take this is if I was Caucasian, and I said that I believe that spy was going to 500. It would make it less uh, concrete or less uh, reputable. 
I guess is the more word to think about. I don't know. I, I'm just trying to figure out why Jamie Gaskins is concerned about my skin color. That's one. As it, obviously, if you can't tell, yes, I am black. Let's just put that out there. Um, but at the same time, it's like, does that really matter? If I give you, you know, my findings, my thoughts, my 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 theoretical process on where I see something lining up, how does that matter at the end of the day? And I'm not trying to take it into a racial thing or anything of that sort. I'm just trying to figure out, does the skin color of a YouTuber actually matters when they say something to you? I don't know. Just thoughts, right? But I just find it amusing that this is something that people find themselves and entertain themselves with as they actually goes through that. And it may be relevance for it, right? It may be somewhere of where people are like, I can relate to you more, right? And I can get that. I can understand that. But the way it's seen, it appears to me, it appears that it's just saying, hey, bro, you, you got to be black for me to follow you on these option games right here, right? Because we don't have time for no games. And I don't know if that's the message that we're actually sending or I may be just confusing the message. But anyone who believes differently down below, let me know. Let me know. I might be missing something. And if I am, cool. Thank you for letting me know. Um, Let's see. All right. Let's keep this thing moving, though, right? So once again, we're on. Let's keep this thing. All right, AMC. We got some more tickers here, and we are rolling with these tickers today, baby. So AMC, let's get it back to moving, okay? So you'll see AMC here. Um, Let's see. Okay. All right. So let's keep this thing moving. So you'll see. Uh, boom. All right. So we're still in the downtrend on AMC. Uh, what I like about this right now is, is that AMC is holding levels that maybe it's not going to give up anytime soon. Right. So you see 2097 was actually the support level here. And I actually got a $40 call that I'm still holding on to for AMC right now, which I probably should have cut it already, but I didn't. But I, And we we're going to see how that plays out here. But it's still in this downtrend, and it hasn't made this move back up. But one of the things that it did was it made a V. And when it makes this V, so if you don't see this V, let me just zoom in just a bit here. Okay, when you see this, it don't look good like that when I come in a bit. But let me just, there you go, right there. Look, you see that V? This V here? Um, nope brush okay so when you make this v uh all right so we why does it keep adjusting like that all right so let me move over oh i don't know why it adjusted twice when i did this okay so i'm just gonna slide over here this time so you make this v right here right this is a move this is a move to the upside that was positive now what we got to figure out what is this next leg going to do this next leg could prove to be some uh a factor here right we may see it come back down here and try 2097 again or it could be curving up for a move but i really can't tell just yet right so we need more data on this one um on the daily we have actually um we got our, our levels here okay so we got price still pointing down momentum still pointing down um on the one hour we got price going up and momentum going up what we got to do though is figure out which way we're going right now we're going in the opposite direction on it and we need more time to give it time to play out so for me i'm not ready to give uh an uh, 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 idea why i believe that this is going 
But what I will say is that there's levels that you want to watch right now, right? So you got some key levels that you want to watch right now at 2664. And then maybe even, yeah, that 3097 level is where you really want to watch right now, right? People are actually buying AMC right now. If they're purchasing it, mm, let's go up to the daily. If people are purchasing AMC right about now, uh, let's see, you're buying it at, July 2017 levels right now, okay? So, something to pay attention to. And we definitely don't want it down here, right? This is a no, no. We don't want to see this level. You see this level? Mm. Not, not no good. Not no good. We don't want to see that level at all. We wanted to stay here. We want to stay at the 2017 levels. Coming down here, it could be bananas, and really, truly, it not getting the push that it should from the uh, from the Spider-Man movie is a little concerning. Okay, so I would just keep on watching um, this before making another move into it. Okay, a thoughts on AMD? Cool. Let's look at that as well. Thoughts on AMD? Um, thoughts on AMD? You know, we got a flag pattern here. It broke out. It retraced back to that level. Um, to me, I think. AMD may still have some selling off to do. Um, we need to watch it a little bit longer. Uh, let's see. I'll watch it just a little bit longer. Um, but price is going down. Mo uh, momentum is going down. Price hasn't yet. Um, if we look at it on the one hour while we're here, we'll see that it's starting to curve up. So we get some conflictions here. So we got to see which one is right, right? So now what I'll say on the one hour is it did break below the flag pattern measure move, which is basically a copy of this, the flagpole, and placed it here from where the breakout took place at. So technically it should be up a little bit higher, like right there, okay? Um, but I got a measure move in, and I got the 50% line at 159.87. So for me, I think that this thing is got to make a move. It's still got room to run at 159. I actually was in the money like day before yesterday which is kind of crazy that it gave him so much price in such a quick time. But that was the breakout of the flag, right? So that was the initial break. And now people, and it really and truly came here. And some have called this the 50% move. So we'll see. That could have been the 50% move too when I adjusted it. But we'll see how that plays out. And I think that right now it's going to have a little pain here um, that it's going to deal with. Like, Let's go over to the two hour just to see. Yeah, two hours starting to flatten on the stochastics, and then the four hour is still pointing down as well. So this may be a little bit more painful. It may have more room to grow down uh, before actually coming back up. So how would I play this? I would look to see if it breaks trend down to 146.14. If it breaks trend down there, then this may nullify the whole uh, flag pattern in the first place and come back down to the top of the flag. If not, what I'll look for is to see if it breaks out above, and this is going to be crazy, right? You either get a level here at 151, or you say you want to be safe and, and, and safe on it is, oh man, hold on one second. Hold up. Don't know what happened there. Okay, so, or you want to be um, more concerned about if it's actually going to hit actually um, one. Forward. I'm sorry, I'll give you the price in one second. Let me just make sure I'm good. Okay. Give you the price at 152. All right. I will I'll wait for 152 
to recap that, I would 152 if I wanted to be aggressive, I with 151.60. But to the downside, I'll be wanting to watch to see if it gets below 145, 145.29, right? Somewhere in that region for a put down to the top of the flag. So you got some 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 details that need to work itself out before you can actually make a play on it. That's what I'll be worried about right now. But like I said, on the one hour, it looks like price is trying to point up. And with price trying to point up and momentum already pointing up, that may be bullish enough for me to believe that this thing is still going to run higher. It could just be making a U. It could be making a cup and handle fall. I know. Like this could turn into a cup above, right? And then, you know, flag got a handle and then pop. It could be that too. So just something to think about. All right. So that's AMD. Thoughts on IQ. I haven't looked at it. I can tell you that. Uh, we we covered on uh, Walmart uh, calls for January earlier. So rewind back the video and check out uh, the calls on that. Right. We talked about that. But let's look at IQ. OK, uh, IQ. Oh, it's going down like Frazier, what it looks like. Let's see. Um, got some. Oh, no. OK, I don't care about that. All right. So let's see. IQ. Oh, I have tried this before for some odd reason. Let's look at it again. It's going down like Frazier even more than last time I saw it going down like Frazier. So this is still going down, right? So I don't like to play, right? This being doing in a downtrend since earlier this year. Okay. Um, so if you're planning for a put, cool. But theoretically, it's being in a downtrend, like it's overall downtrend and take it from here. Right. It's just been the downtrend since what is that date? June 15th of 2018. So I don't know what is the what is the sexiness about IQ. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it. If you're planning for a put, I mean, is, was you planning to put to zero? I think that, I, I don't know. I need more details on it. But right now, that thing is going down like Frazier and I don't like it. So, all right, let's keep this thing moving. Yeah, Tiffany, I agree. It does not matter, right? It does not matter. That was another comment made. Um, let's see. Uh, I wasn't trying to get them their 15 minute of fame or anything of that sort, but it was just, and I wasn't like calling them a racist either. I just want to be sure I, 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 I actually discussed that a little bit here. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So I leave it. I leave it at that. Right. That's what. I, that's what I leave it at. Is what I said. So um, I was not calling them a racist. I was just letting. I was just trying to get the the feedback from the people about what it what it what does it matter. Right. So that is okay. Um. Yeah, that is all the tickers, though, right? We went through every single one of the tickers and big drip, no problem, bro. Anytime. Um, just you know, keep on coming back and keep on hitting it with more tickers. You know, we'll keep this thing rolling like we always do. Um, for me, what would I say about today's market? I think that's why I need to leave it at with you guys, right? Uh, first, let's talk about this poll. Y'all, 12 of y'all took the poll which I appreciate. And it was a 50-50 even split about how y'all actually felt about the uh, Santa Claus rally. Some believe that it's still one here and some believe that it's not one here, okay? Um, which is 
split right down the middle, which is kind of crazy. So what I want to do is actually kind of like let's let's dig into this just a bit before I give you my synopsis of the day's market. Okay, um, I'm gonna do one thing real quick. Uh, yeah, here we go. All right, so let's see. So here we go, right? Look at this. This is a statement. I just Googled it. What is considered a Santa Claus rally in stock market? Just for those who don't know, right? A Santa Claus rally is where stocks climb higher in December last week and the first two New Year's trading days. What is a Santa Claus rally? This is the term given to the phenomena of a rally in the stock that usually happens in the last week of December in the, of the year and the first two days of January the following year. So what I say is, right? is that people have their own beliefs and people have their own logic that they come up with, right? Um, to me, now that we have let SPY settle after the closing of the bell, right, I believe that SPY is still trending in the direction that it needs to. Now, the one thing that I will say about all of this, right, is that the market knows that volume is not there, right? So this move that we're seeing is going to get solidified next week, right? I think what you're going to see is that the market is going to come in and there's going to be push and pull to figure out which way we're going to go. But it may be market euphoria because we have certain positions that are at lows, like the small caps. There are at lows that they have not been at in a while. And this is prime opportunity for um those to actually take a uh uh thanks for actually looking at what's going to happen with that play okay what i believe spy is going to do is that people are going to take this pull and uh pull and and push approach where they're going to try to get into position and that's going to lead to volatility that volatility is going to lead to actually get to a point where we're going to have upside potential here get to that 480 region when we get to that 480 region folks have a plan okay i'm saying have a plan because you may not want to wait to the 500 mark okay you may want to be starting to sell contracts at 483 you may want to sell contracts at 487 whatever your plan is you have to trade your plan okay i'm just some guy on youtube who comes up with his theories on what is happening when i sit back here with my lights on and camera off and i'm thinking about how i'm going to play the next position okay so come up with your own methodology on what you believe is going to happen next okay and that's where i want you to think about because when you get to that level where you're thinking about a lot of these things on the upside or the downside you have potential to grow even more and even further okay sometimes technical analysis can only lead you so far so you gotta come up with your own means to your own madness about the things that you're going to do so i'll leave it there um watch out for another video tonight i, I actually probably get into a little bit more detail about a couple things that i think about and we'll go from there um i think that we're getting ready to approach a significant time in the market in 2022 and we got a couple more trading days left before we actually have our last two full euphoria days of the Santa Claus rally that we're expecting. Maybe half of you will be right. Maybe the other half of you will be wrong. Who knows? We'll figure it out one way or the other, and we'll go from there. So as always, definitely subscribe to the channel if I provided you some type of value, and definitely hit like on this video too if I definitely did that in any type of way. 
hey man you already know what time it is it's your boy check out the links down below i'll catch you in the next video y'all stay safe i'll see you tomorrow for closing bell with craig peace